When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You know, Ime knows us really well. You know, he coached on our staff last year. So um, I think he has some keys in the treasure chest that he's telling those guys. And to be honest with you, we don't really have time to be disappointed um, and to hold our heads. This is, this is part of playoff basketball and learning your team. And being in these situations where we can have some carryover into the next one, we're going against a team that's been together for what the last four or five years, six years. So I'm not surprised at all. I just think the timing is right. Their their window is is now for these young guys that are on this team that have matured. They've been through uh, series together. They've been through seasons together. They've been through battles together. And I got a chance to experience some of that. And now being on the opposite end and going against a healthy Celtics team, with, obviously without Robert Williams, but. Um, you're just seeing there's a difference in their verve. There's a difference in the way they approach the game. And, and also they have a set offensive defense that they rely on. Ime has been a huge part of that. But um, you, know, you got to give credit to that guy that's sitting in the president's role as well now. That all of a sudden just, you know, we don't get to see him as often. Brad Stevens definitely has a lot to do with that. I'm willing to die for it. I didn't cry for it. Might take a lie for it. Put the Bible down and go out for a knife for it. DOT, my enemy won't catch a vibe for it. Hey. All right, another episode of the Causeway Street Podcast. I'm Joel Pabone, and I got Sean Dutra in front of me. It's a two man crew today. Yes, you do. Two man crew. What's up? We are back in the Causeway Street studios. While Sway is on the road. Yes. Traveling to the uh, part of New York that no one ever travels to. Yeah, but it's not like a not like a bad thing. No, but just no one ever goes there unless there's a game there. Yeah. I do like Brooklyn though. Brooklyn is fun. If you're I going to like see Brooklyn. a Nets game and you and you you know. Yeah. Hang out there for a little bit, yeah. but there's no reason to go to New York. No, go to, no reason to go to Brooklyn. All right. Unless you are a hipster. But let's talk some Celtics, though. Okay. Celtics up 2 nothing in this first round best of seven after a 114-107 win in how, game two. How surprised are you? I'm not surprised at all. I, I mean, I am the only one on this podcast that picked the Celtics to win 
and five, right? And I'm Very not gonna true. I'm not gonna waver off that uh that prediction despite these first two games here, right? No, it's a great prediction. I would I mean, be feeling pretty good if I was you too. I still feel pretty good about my prediction too. Though. I mean I mean this was this was the Grant Williams, Al Horford, Daniel Tice game, right? Technically And then and then on the both flip side games were. No, but on the flip side, it was the 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 Dragage, Bruce Brown, right? Seth Curry game for them because all the all stars in this and on both squads didn't get going until the second half. Well, actually scratch that. Tatum and Brown were the only ones that got going in yeah. the second half. Durant and Kyrie never got going. Not so much. Not so much. Durant was shut down for he's been shut down for two straight games here. All right, and that's yep. probably let's let's start there. I I want I can't I can't remember the last time, if ever, that I've seen Kevin Durant look uh, flustered. I guess for lack of a better term, he looks defeated. He doesn't, you know, his body language is just it's showing me that like, yo, this isn't this isn't what uh what I thought was going to happen. Kind of look right. And, and 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 even and even with Kyrie Irving, uh, you know all the boos and all the antics from Game One, you know he he could sit there and say all he wants that uh, doesn't affect him. Oh no, it, it affected him. It affected him big time because in Game Two he went from thirty nine points to just ten points. Yeah, I mean, so to go to start with the Durant thing, I think that I mean obviously this is the in in the playoffs Durant is normally Durant, right? It's never. Never a question he's not going to put up 30. But I think the Durant thing, I, I I equate it to two reasons why Kevin Durant isn't playing well. The first reason is his counterpart, is Kyrie. I feel like that Kevin Durant right now, as much as everyone wants to say that Boston isn't in Kyrie's head, Kyrie is sort of in Durant's head right now. Like, Durant is thinking, like, what Kyrie am I going to get tonight? Uh, and because, okay, okay, I like where you're going with this. Okay, be, because that's been, but, but it's been the Durant. I got you, I got you. Durant hasn't had a, a solid number two all year. <laughs> I mean, you know what? <laughs> Hold on. He's definitely pooped. This year. <laughs> but, whether but whether saying, it's solid or not, that, that remains I to be seen. I don't right? know. I don't, <laughs> don't know. know you know? But, I mean, um, what I'm talking about is. I mean, I would hope so. He had, Kyrie hasn't been there all year. So, like, forget about, like, the fans getting into Kyrie's head. It's just, like, I don't think Kevin Durant really knows what to expect out of Kyrie game in, game out. And I just, I think, like, there's another part to this that I think I'll, t- I'll say in a minute when we talk about it. But I think that has a big deal to do with Durant's performance and, like, what he's trying to do, what he feels like he needs to do because Kyrie. Like, I mean, the fact that the, the Nets were – up by 17 without Durant or Kyrie getting going at all in yeah. the first half. Yeah. You know, it just it speaks volumes to what you're saying because on another team, two all-stars, two superstars, they one would tend to, you know, pick the other one pick up. Pick the other one up, right? And I'm not seeing that at all from Kyrie. Kyrie's going to get his. Kyrie got his in the first game. He got his in the first game, but like one assist in game yeah. two? Yeah. No, I I, I that that's a big <laughs> that's a big thing. And when Kyrie was on the Celtics, 
when the Celtics were struggling with Kyrie, which was only about a four or five game stretch there in like November to December in that 2019 season, 2018, 2019 season, Kyrie wasn't passing the ball. And Kyrie, it was a big thing about Kyrie's going to get his and that's it. And that's all he cares about, which should have been the first thing for us to realize, like, he's definitely not staying here. But um, I feel like the last possession of game one for the Nets, where Kyrie did try to dribble and did try to make his own shot because he was on 39 points and hell, let's make it 40 and, and let's make it 41 and call it a game. That's what was in Kyrie's head. And like, I think Durant was like, okay, Kyrie, you do you, right? But then game two comes around and Ky- uh, KD may have that same mentality of like, okay, Kyrie, you do you. And then Kyrie's fucking absent, not doing anything. He's not engaged at all. He Kyrie, that game was the game that we saw when Kyrie was in Boston against the Bucks in that first round series and leading up to that first round series where he would just be absent and just be like, no, no, no. that year was the second round. Cause they took care of the Pacers. And, oh, they did. They, they swept the Pacers, right? If I'm they not did. mistaken. Well, okay. The second round. Okay. So the second round, it was like back when the first round didn't used to matter. <laughs> now, now you got this I mean, it's not your game. typical two, yeah, you know, I know, seven, I know. It's like the Eastern then, Conference finals, you know, Brooklyn took care of, you know, Cleveland easily. So it's like, yeah. oh, no. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Watch out for Cleveland. I mean, watch out for for, for Brooklyn. But look, right. the same issues that plagued the Celtics early in this season. You go, I go. Your turn, yep. my turn. Yeah. That's what Brooklyn is doing. And guess who can't fix that? Steve Nash. Oh, because he's not a fucking coach. <laughs> Steve Nash can't fix this. It took it took Udoka it took Udoka three months to fix it. Udoka was a real coach. Steve Nash is not a real coach. And also, not only that, not only that, like what what does what is he selling that they're gonna buy into the the whole the whole roster here, including like, like just not not just the whole roster, just Kevin Durant and Steve and and and, and Kyrie. How does that trickle down to the no, rest of the roster? Steve Nash has been the. Worst head coach in the NBA for two years running, and nobody has said a peep because he has Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and used to have James Harden, so he didn't need to do shit. Now he needs well, to actually they coach chose up. him. Oh, oh, I know. Irving and, and Durant, there. they chose him. They didn't him. want to coach. They wanted he players. Was, he to... was, uh, what the hell was he in Golden State? He had, he had some weird no, role. He was, he was just an advisor. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, Durant was like, this is the guy that's going to let us do whatever the hell we want. And when shit hits the fan. Whenever gonna, the hell we want. <laughs> and when shit hits the fan, it's gonna, he's going to take the blame for it. Yep. And you know what? It's like, it's, and we won't be held accountable because yeah. I'm Kevin Durant. Like, re- like realistically, what, what adjustments did, did Brooklyn make from game one to game two? So, because, because you know of, what? You know what? I will say this. I, I will say this. I think Brooklyn did make adjustments in game two. Hear me out, because I think that what what Steve Nash did is people forget Ime Odoka was a assistant coach for Steve Nash last year, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's Ime, a, that's the secret. That's a secret weapon. Ime Odoka was able to watch film and make decisions on things. So I I legitimately think that Steve Nash looked at Game One 
how I did defending Durant and, and Kyrie. And we're going to do the same fucking shit. So we're just going to do the exact same thing that Emei did in game one. We're going to do to them in game two. Because they were they were suffocating Brown and Tatum every time they got the ball. They were. They were, but. No, they were. I don't. Not so much Brown, but more Tatum. Okay, more Tatum. But what did Tatum do, though? Tatum didn't just get no, flustered. No, Tatum was able to. Tatum, Tatum is, was able to turn into a facilitator. Yeah, which which ten assists from Tatum. I mean, that's that's no. That's he's got ten assists this game. He had eight assists eight the first assists game. First, well, he had seven in the first quarter and then eight for the game. But I mean, it is what it is. This still one. I mean, if you want to split hairs here, no. This was this game here. Speaking of Tatum, real quick, this was the game that I saw the most Kobe esque. Yeah, of Tatum. Yeah, I would agree because. He could have easily just been like, "This is not, this is not my night." I'm trying to, uh, or I'm just going to keep shooting, and eventually I'm gonna, I'm gonna score. No, he said, "Not only am I going to be a facilitator, but I'm going to defend. I'm going to defend the fuck out of See, I thought, Kevin Durant." I thought it was, I, I, I didn't initially think Kobe, but it's probably a good point because there was a lot of Kobe games where, well, he didn't have it going where offensively he didn't have it going, to start, but he still would take forty like, shots. I mean, against I mean, the, against the Celtics, just alone, like I in know, those like but, finals but battles, even, even those games where he, he had didn't have nothing, but he still put up forty shots. But he still he still found other ways to affect I know, the game. I know, but I thought I to me, I just thought it was more um, like in a game like this when you have seven players in double figures for the Celtics, twenty seven assists on what 30, 37 shots, yeah. 39 shots. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Like that's the Celtics basketball that we've been seeing the last three months. One hundred percent. I think I don't think it was a Kobe esque performance because I think if Kobe was to get out of a bad that that type of defense, he would have kept shooting. Well, I've never. I mean, I don't think. Out. I thought. Dude, the, re- no, the reason why I bring him up is only only because you know that's you know that was his favorite basketball player. He grew up a fan of his, but I never could say definitively that oh he. Has the same game as Kobe, or it's going no. in that direction. But that, but but game two was as close to Kobe as I've seen since he's been on the Celtics. See, for me, that reminded me more of Paul Pierce when he didn't have it, because Paul Pierce when he didn't have it. Come on, but Paul Pierce is very very rare when he didn't. He have didn't it. have it. <laughs> right, you're right. Yeah, yeah. because uh, but I'm saying, I remember, and maybe maybe it's because these games stand out more than anything. But like. Even those battles against San Antonio and, like, he wouldn't have it for three quarters, but he would keep shooting and shooting. And then he would make, like, nine shots in a row. Kobe would in the fourth quarter because he just he kept shooting. And he'd be, like, 12 for 40 with, yeah. like, 35 points. Like, like uh, but, 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 hey, you know what? I will say this. It wasn't so much the Kobe game, but it was the Mamba mentality, I think, that he's trying to embrace. All right. I'll take that. And also, too. The biggest thing, getting back to my Kevin Durant point initially, Kyrie's in his head, <laughs> and Udoka's in his head. 
The same way. At, at this point, he's in his own head, too. The same way. If you remember this, and you will remember this, when Peyton Manning used to tear up the New England Patriots, and Bill Belichick said, fuck this. We're rocking their receivers. We're getting up in their face. We're hitting them at the line. We're hitting them over the line of scrimmage. We're hitting them anytime we can hit them. We're going to hit them, and we're going to knock them off their rhythm. That's what they're doing to Kevin Durant right now, and it's working. Because Kevin Durant at the at the post at the post game conference never cried about the refs. No, never cried. I mean, he better not. He went to the fucking free throw line twenty times because he knows. He knows. He never cried about uh, something being unfair. He just basically admitted they're hitting the shit out of me. They are hitting me left he and right every, every time, time I, I get the ball. ball they're on my shit. Like, yeah. and you know what? Odoka, I I've I or, have or, never or, or been okie dokie like uh like Charles called him okie dokie <laughs> fine or Sudoku whatever you want to call him man that was when Sean wanted him fired yes I apologize <laughs> uh all I know is he's got him that the the game plan and we went into this series yeah but it's pretty we simple went, though but, but we went into this series and we did not put any stock in the fact that. Ime Udoka coached Kevin Durant and this exact same team oh, I, in an in-depth I, 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 version I, I, I of did. it. To, to, and he knows how to stop him. I, I did. I did. Because I was like, yo, not only did Udoka coach in Brooklyn a season ago, but all this shit that Kevin Durant was talking during the Olympics. Right. Like, oh, yo, watch out. Celtics, like, oh. Yeah, y'all took one of our coaches, but we're still going to rock y'all. And Doka was like, okay. Okay. He's been waiting for this shit. If you tell me otherwise, then you haven't been paying attention. Odoka was, he's been waiting. I am, I am truly to fucking sink his teeth into the Brooklyn Nets because he's like, the moment that the Celtics match up with the Brooklyn Nets, whether it's, you know, in this situation, it's a two against seven seed. Right. Whatever. Whatever it was going to be. Finals, whatever. Whatever it was going to be. He's like, bring me Brooklyn. Yep. Because I got those guys' number. And and, and, and it's pretty simple what he's doing. Yeah. He said it. We're just crowding his space. And you know what the best? We're just making it uncomfortable for him. And I've never seen Durant guarded like this. Ever. Never. And when Stan Van Gundy gives the Celtics some credit, you know they're doing something right. Bro, bro. I love me some Stan Van Gundy, but in that first half, he was, oh, all, he was all, all about all Nash. Junk, all in the junk. Yeah. All over Nash. Like, oh, it's clearly that they've made some adjustments. I, yeah. I, I, I did watch the first no. quarter on NBC Sports Boston, but then they were losing so bad I had to switch it. Superstition reasons. And then Grant Williams went on his run, which we could talk about in a little bit of why the Celtics actually won the game offensively. We'll I mean, talk about those people in a minute. I mean, I stayed, I mean, I stayed with the, with the national broadcast. I just, I'm just not a, a big Scalabrini fan. That's just that's just me. Hey, I'm a Gorman fan. I, I love Gorman. No, I'm I'm a Gorman. I, I listen to Gorman and I wanted to do it, but it just wasn't it just wasn't working for the for the time I was watching it, so I had to switch it. I felt like in the first I felt like in the first half for the Celtics, um the second chance points for Brooklyn. That was that was annoying. It's like that that might be the one adjustment that I clearly can see that Brooklyn made. Like we're gonna we're gonna jump on every fucking rebound. Well, no matter if it's from, no matter, especially when if if they have a chance to grab an offensive rebound, and it just seemed like, yeah, it just seemed like it was just there were long rebounds the whole night for them. Well, I do think 
one of the adjustments that they made was that because I mean, like I think the game one there was yeah Boston was Boston like fifty to like twenty some rebounds. Yeah. But the adjustment it wasn't it wasn't the Drummond or Claxton factor. No, 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 no. It wasn't that. Wasn't that? It was, it the, was the, the guards. Drawage. It was yeah. the guards. Drawage, it was Curry. the guards playing. Yeah. No, it no. Bro. Bruce Brown. I know. Bro, the guards are playing rec ball. The guards. <laughs> the guards were like, "I'm gonna get this rebound. Yeah. We're gonna pass this out." Like yeah, yeah. that doesn't normally happen yeah, in yeah. NBA. Yeah. And I, I, I dare the Nets yeah. to do that again yeah. because if you want Ime to guard against rec ball, then fine. We'll play the double big lineup, and we'll just rebound it, and then outlet all day. Yeah, and the rebounding battle it was canceled out, thirty six, thirty six. Well, the turnovers were canceled out, fourteen to fourteen. Can I tell you my my secret to the series? Go ahead, Andre Drummond getting in foul trouble because without Robert Williams, Andre Drummond will do one of two things: get us in foul trouble, or get himself in foul trouble. In game one. We clearly saw he is an incompetent buffoon and will get himself in foul trouble. But in game two, he was a little like his his presence was felt longer because he was getting Tice and Horford in foul trouble and being able to do that. So I think like yeah. if I if I if I'm if I'm if I'm Odoka, I am just first two possessions of the game, I'm passing it down to Tice or Horford giving up those possessions, saying whatever it is, just let's get some early fouls on Drummond because, you know, I'm not saying he's a game changer, but for a team that's looking for any type of spark, he is a spark. And, you know, he, he can be a spark. He can be. Um, with the, the same way that Bruce Brown can be uh, and to, to some capacity, I don't think you'll see a 23 point, another 23 point game out of Bruce Brown. I was I, I'll tell you that. I was laughing. I'll tell you when that. he went up nine nothing against everybody. <laughs> yeah, that was. I yeah. go okay. <laughs> so you obviously see what we're doing here, right? <laughs> we're gonna make everyone else beat us, Bruce. Or or no, Bruce. Bruce, that's it. You got Brett. Right. Brett. <laughs> oh, Brett. My bad. Brett. Brett Brown from New Hampshire. Don't get too high. And then like he wasn't, but then when he hit that ninth point. He was like, it was cool. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. we, we got thing. this. We Same got thing this. with Dragic. Yeah, yeah. Dragic was like, ah, oh, like, and what? I'm like, come yo, on, dude. But Dragic, Dragic, bro. Yo, I can't. I, with I, the left I, hand, I, I haven't been able to stay in that dude since, since the bubble series. Oh, yo, I hear you. I am I am legitimately worried about Dragic making it's an like, impact you, at home. Motherfucker, you cried your way out of Toronto, and this is what you were waiting for, for a fucking. But wouldn't he be nice on a Celtics right now? No. No. Oh yeah. No, 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 yeah, no, no, no. Oh my god. No. We, we got no, it. we got we got a little Pritchard, okay? Okay. Okay. Wap Bob Lubon and Wap Bamboo. We got a little Pritchard, okay? Are we going there? Then we're going next. I mean, I why not? I, wait, before we before we talk about Pritchard, right, before we right. talk about the good, all right. Pritchard and Williams. I mean, I, guess, he, I mean, I, I mean, talk- Adoka left them in there a little bit longer than than, than he normally would have because he was he was doing his thing. He That's called us. trust. No. That's no. called trust. He did not let him off a little bit. He had him on a leash, and he basically said, you know what, Pritch, you ready? You go ahead and run around the neighborhood. You'll be back for dinner. That's basically what he did with a dog. Like He went, well, he let him off the leash and let him run around the park, no. sniff whatever you want. No, li- no, no. Eat no. whatever you want, man. He gave him a little extended play because Mar was resting and because Dwight, 
I call him D White. No, I want to talk about him. He was in foul trouble. He sucks. No, he doesn't suck. Don't say that. That's he has not true. Sucked. No, he has not. No, he has not. Okay. He had a good game one. Let's talk about it. He had a good game one. Let's talk about it. He had a good game one. But Elefante in the room. Pritchard. The confidence that he's that, that he's been playing with, despite whether he gets minutes or not, that was key. And that was clutch. No, that is that is huge. Because if you can extend if you can extend the rotation to one more guy that you're confident in. That is huge. You go from eight to nine. Now you have a backup for either Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, or if Derek White doesn't have it like he hadn't. And like, I don't know. I'm not going to. He's way better than Evan Fournier, but God damn. You're not going to turn this into a fucking shit on shit on White. I'm not yet. No, no, don't do that. All right. Don't do that. Don't do that. I really like what Peyton Pritchard gave us. And you know what? I love Peyton Pritchard because the first shot that he took, remember the first shot that he took? Oh, missed badly. It was like off the backboard. And it was like. It was like, it it was like, it was like Tice's uh, second shot. Because he's the one that he scored the first bucket for the Celtics. And it was like, you know what? uh, What is it? 11 to 2. And it was like, all right, Celtics on the board. And then his next, his next shot was a top of the key three. Then it hit the back. It just no, hit backward. Didn't hit the fucking. Didn't hit the, the the rim at all. But I mean, Pritchard, you, Pritchard, you keep you keep going, right? But Pritchard's got confidence, which I love. And you know what? It was it was a pro pro am all over again. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was for a second there because he even he juked the fuck out of Claxton. Yeah, he did. And and put that pulled off on that. And you know what? I know we're gonna stop talking about this game because we gotta get to everything else we're gonna talk about. But one of I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna put two big moments in the game. All right. Both Marcus Smart. The first moment was that layup to seal the win. The left-handy. The lefty, when you stare at the hand and everything that happened after that was amazing. But, I mean, going into that, there was one second on the shot clock. When he put that up, no, he's, that I, was a bailout shot. I mean, I guess he's got this, uh, you know, clock the shot clock thing down it to like a fun. pat now, yeah, right? He does because he could have he could have shot he that like two at least twice before twice. he actually and went up for that just layup. Like, you know what, lefty bop, got you, got you. And you know what, too, before this, before he, might, that, he, might, he might as well just like you know kiss the crowd. After yeah, that. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a thing of beauty, and I, I, that's when I started. That's the first time I started to think we're gonna win this game. I didn't think we won the game. Until really? I didn't think. Uh, no, I, I. I felt. I felt confident once. Once they. I just wanted them to to get nope. to get a lead. No, nope, and they kept. They they tied it a few times in the third. Oh, I know. They yeah. went in there like twenty to whatever run in the third, but they never took the lead. And then they're down by five at you know at the end of the end of the third, going into the fourth, and then a, another run came, and it uh, was when, no. They were they were going on the runs. And yeah, they, they were going on the runs, and then you know Jalen Brown woke up. And then Payne Pritchard. When he, I, when Payne Pritchard hits the go ahead shot, that was amazing. When he hits the go ahead shot, and the crowd, they, the crowd woke up again. I thought I was hallucinating. The crowd woke That's up again, I mean. and I was like, "This is this is all I wanted to see." Yeah, for but them to fucking just grab the lead. One hundred, just grab the lead. Oh, they, once they grabbed it, because they never let it go. Yeah, because what would, what adjustments were that were were the next no, to make nothing, at that point? But it was, at that point, what were they going to do? The only thing that stuck with me was this Kyrie and KD. That's all. That's why I was like. Maybe it's the same reason. It's the same as, reason just why as JB and JT woke up in the last two minutes. I was expecting the same from KD and Kyrie, but they didn't. The same reason why 
the Celtics, you, the same reason why you gave the Celtics one last chance to win game one, yeah, is because you were dribbling, 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 thinking that you could take on, you know, one on one on four, and then you throw the ball. Yeah, I'm talking about Kyrie. You throw the ball to, to KD with three seconds left when he hasn't been shooting well at all. He's like, what the fuck is you that? set him up to fail right there? Yeah, typical Kyrie. And like the 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 best last second play I think I've 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 seen in quite some time. Yep. So you can't count the Celtics out. Not this team. Not this version. Oh no, I don't I don't count them out because I knew they were going to make it close, and I I'm knew not, it was going to come I'm down to like the, the, the but, universal. But first of all, no, you <laughs> we had to be up by ten before I was comfortable. I mean, in the playoff, you don't have to blow out anybody. I know. (laughs) But also, my second favorite Marcus Smart moment of the night, and maybe you caught this, was the Nick Claxton free throws. Oh, the the air ball? The first, the second, he missed badly the first one. But, but, But if you watch, if you watch the first free throw, Marcus Smart is so pissed off about the foul. Oh, yeah. He is staring him down. Yeah, yeah. And you can tell by looking at Nick Claxton, he can feel the eyeballs in the back <laughs> of his head, and then and then if you watch, ha- he's like, after he's like, the motherfucker's gonna miss him anyway. After so. the first free throw, he misses. Marcus Smart goes to the bench. You know what Nick Claxton looked at? Marcus Smart walking to the bench. He watched that motherfucker walk to the bench, and then air ball by two feet. <laughs> Marcus Smart got in that guy's head for like. Like just by staring at him, just by grilling, just by him. staring at him. No, there and, was another and pretty fucking hard. No, too. there was another. There was another um, foul. I'm trying to remember who it, who the one that got the. He didn't. He didn't commit the foul, but he got called for the foul. It was on Durant. And he, didn't, he didn't even touch him. Durant goes to the line, and you know Durant's. It's, it's automatic when it comes to free throws. Yeah. First time miss I've ever both. seen him miss missing both, and I was like, "That's that's when I knew." Lie. Ball. Don't lie. I mean, I've always known that the ball doesn't lie, but it's that's what tight, I was knowing. I was like, this, this, this isn't the night for it. This is not the night for it. And mind you, I do expect him to go off at some point, right? I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, yeah, that's it. I just, you know, like, the series, just, this series is, is, is done. But, you know, uh, I, I just the love, fact that the way that they, the, the, the way they're guarding him, the way that he looks, he looks defeated. Yeah, he does. He looks defeated, he but I think, you, I think you, you bring up a good point. I think he's thinking, like, what am I doing with this dude? Because he's how not. Kyrie gonna help how is he? How is he gonna help? Like Kyrie, how is he gonna help us? Kyrie having game one and then and then fucked up the last possession, and then yeah. game two. But I'm if you not, see, but I'm if you see, playing good. Where's Kyrie? But if you see in that last possession, he's eating a banana on the fucking sideline. If you see that last possession though in game one once again, because I've seen it so many times, those two in particular didn't know what the fuck was going on. Oh, that's because they don't run play. <laughs> they didn't know what the fuck was going on. They don't have a coach. Uh, and that's the difference, ladies and gentlemen. The little things. Chemistry. A coach who actually cares I'm, uh, yeah. about playing defense. I mean, as much as I love Steve Nash as a player, was Steve Nash ever known as a defensive stopper? As a, as a defender? No, he never played defense as well. No. Player. No. Like, like letting let Ime go, by the way. That's the worst thing ever. The done. worst thing Brooklyn has ever done. Like you you you've hired they, you hired they, you had D'Antoni on your on no your... they chose Steve Nash over Emi Udoka yeah you're right they did so Udoka is coaching circles around Steve Nash right now coaching and it's circles, not and it's not going to change it's coaching circles and it's not going to change the Nets mimicked their defensive play in game one you know Udoka's got a way to get around it he's coaching the players out to be like this is how you beat us. 
This is how you beat how we play defense on Tatum and Brown. And Grant Williams, Daniel Tice, Al motherfucking Horford, baby. The veteran. Playoff Al. Oh, my God. You can't say enough about Al Horford. The beast. Absolute stuff. Picked stud. up his fourth, picked up his fifth foul, and, and, and Doka doesn't even, doesn't even consider, yo, try to take, nah, man. He's like, you keep going after Durant the way you're doing it, bro. And then you know what? And make a couple of threes. And then Peyton Pritchard, which which is what it is. I'm so glad that Neesmith ain't playing. <laughs> I'm so glad that Romeo ain't playing. Well, he's not even on the squad anymore. I know, but you know what I'm saying? That they filtered it out. They filtered out the shit. That now we got the squad, kid. Now we got the squad. This episode of the Causeway Street Podcast is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Our partners at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the playoffs, fights, and even the next season futures. And don't forget that baseball is back and the start of the Major League Baseball season is finally here. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting in your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started, so head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right. What's next? What What do you are you still sticking with your, you know, seven Celtics so and seven? I'm gonna I'm gonna put it this way. I'm gonna put it this way. Are you, are you going to wait to what game three happens and how uh, how that how that plays game, out? Game three is the make or break game, and right. I don't know. I know it sounds I know it sounds stupid and cliche to say that, but game three. Well, is a the series doesn't really start until the until uh, you know the you visitor go, wins. Go, yep. wins the wins the game. Until they visit and 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 as much as it seemed like. Like, I do feel like if we were talking about a 2-7 matchup that didn't have the Nets and KD and Kyrie in it, right, we would look at these first two games and be like, ooh, something's uh, – they had to really, like, play really hard to win two games at home <laughs> in the first round. So if you're just thinking on that route, like, you can't think of it as a normal 2-0. Up yeah, because the other team has, has played to their – right. Like they haven't had their and, best, whatever. But game. the Celtics haven't either. So that's what I'm saying. Both teams. I'm saying both teams. I, I'm told. I, I just, I just think it's hard to call this season. I mean, this series, and it's hard to bet on this series. To be honest, so that's what it is with you. That's yeah, what it is with it you. Is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're is. looking at a, at a game like a I'm game by game. Like I'm looking at. I'm, I'm looking money, at. That. If I'm gonna put my money on someone, it'll be the Celtics to win Game Three, and it'll be the Celtics to sweep the series. But if I'm looking at it as like. What with, gam- I, with gambler's eyes, uh, with the gambler's eyes, I think that there could be. I don't think that the Celtics. So I, I'll put it this way: I'm going to put it any eyes. If the Celtics win Game Three, it's going four, and that's it. That's it. They're going to sweep. All right, because you know that Katie and Kyrie are not playing Game Four down three zero. They're not. What do you mean they're not? They're not, they're not gonna. They're, they're not gonna, gonna get up. Out? They're not gonna get up for that game. Oh, I got you. Okay. <laughs> and they, they they'll put Ben Simmons in and be like, "Yo, Ben, so Kyrie, deal with this." So shit. Kyrie's gonna come up with some uh, some fancy. Oh, injury. yo, uh, uh, what what do you have? What do you have? What do you have in the East Coast Finals? Pink eye. I don't know what the fuck. No, it was a nose thing. <laughs> oh, oh, the nose dev- deviated septum. Deviated septum. My man, out of deviated all septum, fucking days, septum, septum. out of all days that you scheduled that procedure, 
Game seven of the Eastern Conference Finals? But he was on the bench. He went to every single home game. But, could go to but game the seven. most important game of the, of, the, of the year up to that point. All right. I digress. The way, <laughs> the way I look at it, as the series switches. Sleep apnea is not a joke. As this, uh, no. <laughs> You're telling me. <laughs> no, but deviated septum surgery is a joke because that's technically a nose job covered as a Regardless, he could have he he rescheduled it. I, I'm pretty sure that, you know, he, he wasn't going to have to, you know, pay a fine. The fact that uh, Kyrie giving the uh, quote, same energy back to the Celtics fans in game one cost him 50 grand. And, and game two didn't take the bait. You know, I, I think I, I remember seeing at one point him, you know, gesturing to the crowd like, oh, it's too much money for me to, you know, to pretend like I care, even though I do yeah. care. Yeah. So the nice things he said after. So that's what I'm saying. So Kyrie, so now that's the route I'm going. So Kyrie decided to 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 take the high road and say nothing but glowing things about this. I was like, well, of course the Celtics are up to nothing. They've been together for four or five years, right? Here comes the excuses. We haven't been together for that that long, and you could have been it, here, Kyrie. And 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 you know the window was now open for the Celtics to uh to contend. And kudos to Ime who used to be with us. And kudos to the man. Behind the scenes. Oh, yeah. Brad Stevens, the coach you didn't want to play for. Yeah. The coach that you couldn't stand. That you thought was too much X's and O's. Yeah. The the, the coach that you, you didn't want to listen to. The coach that is only <laughs> not a coach right now because of you. There's no reason why Brad Stevens isn't coaching in the NBA. It's because of Kyrie Irving. You think so? 100% is because of Kyrie Irving. He... Decided that this wasn't the right coach for him, and it wasn't the right coach for Tatum, wasn't the right coach for Brown, and that their impressionable youth. Yeah, you know, I mean, Kyrie's Kyrie's presser was uh was short and sweet. Yeah, um, you oh, know, fuck the Nets, the Nets. No, but the reason why I'm saying that is because the Nets PR guy was like, "All right, we're gonna stop it there. We're not even gonna talk about the crowd. We're gonna just, just you know." He said, "Why did he, he eat said the what banana? he said? Why did he eat the banana? Because he celebrates Ramadan. And but why did he eat the banana?" Because he hasn't eaten anything, Why you know, from between uh, sunup to sundown. Why banana, though? He needs some potassium. Uh, what else is in a banana? I can't remember right now. Why banana? I mean, why do we eat? Why do we eat oranges when we used to play soccer when we were kids in the middle of, at halftime? Why didn't he eat orange? Well, I forget what else is in, in a banana other than potassium. I mean, That's he is doing a workout. Potassium, fiber, I hear, is good. Fiber. Okay, I, I hear potassium is good when you're running around. You know, so we was told, yep, sun's down, sun's gone. You know why he ate a banana? Well, he had, he had a bunch of fruit. He was shown eating a banana, but I saw him come out but with a bunch of fruit. you know why he ate the banana? <sighs> no, Sean, I don't know why he ate the banana. What are you insinuating? Nothing. Okay. That's it. I'm just saying, why'd you choose the banana in Boston? I have one guess. What? Because that was the easiest thing to eat. You know how you gotta you gotta peel a, a, an orange. That's very true. All right, but mom peels the orange. Yeah, but it, yeah, you know, no one's gonna peel it for him. I mean, orange slices you just suck on the thing. But it, there was a, it was a whole orange. You know, an apple that takes a while to get you know to to eat. All right, bananas the quickest thing to peel, and you you know gobble it up. Okay. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Moving on. Uh, game three and four. Celtics win game three, and I, again, I, at some point. Uh, Katie's gonna go off, not because of something that uh, Steve Nash is gonna adjust to. It just, it's just, he, uh, he's due, he's due, right? So I'm, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna waver. 
Celtics still going to win this in five. They're going to come back to Boston and win it in five. You think that if the if the Nets, the Celtics are going to win game three and the Nets are going to win game four? Yes. See, I just think that if the Celtics do win game three, which I think they will, and I think they should, and they think they need to, it's over. Because I don't think that, I think the, the KD and, and Kyrie will be like, yeah, it's done. We'll just wait till next year. Ben Simmons, go play with the scrubs, you fucking pussy. You're supposed to be back on game four. Go play. Go go win us a game, yeah. Ben. Well, we shall see. Yeah, I know. We shall see. Crazy two games. Let's see what happens in games three and four. But it is time to take our trip around the NBA the same way we take our trip around the NBA every single episode. It is time for... In case you missed it. In case you missed it. In case you missed it. All right. Basically, for this playoff edition of In Case You Missed It, the very first one of the postseason is basically just injury updates. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what it is. Okay, let's go. Let's let's talk about those injured legs. It's playoff. It's a it's a playoff injury update. Okay. The Bucks, in case you missed it, could be without. Chris Middleton for the rest of the first round series against Chicago after the All-Star was diagnosed with an MCL sprain in his left knee. Oh, that's the same thing Robert Williams got, isn't it? No. That's a that's a partially torn meniscus. All right. All I'm, right. I'm learning about the knee every right. day. Every day of my life, I'm you learning know, about the, the knee. Uh, hip bones connected to the thigh bone. Wait, and- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll be reevaluated in two weeks, according to ESPN. That series is currently tied... At one apiece, going back to Chicago for game three. So uh, that's a bit of a blow because, um, in my opinion, the Bucks very well-rounded, have plenty of depth, and everyone, I feel like, from 1 through 15, even the uh, the younger onto the Kumpos, they yeah. know their roles. Yeah, definitely <laughs> they know their roles. And you know what? You wonder now, does this ignite Chicago, who may not have a ton of firepower, but... No, DeRozan went off though. In game I two. mean, DeRozan, the DeRozan went off in game two, and he sucked in game one. I know, but that's what I'm saying. He came back. He came back with the vengeance. You're gonna, you're gonna need like 40 P's from DeRozan again. Yeah. Oh no, you're gonna need you're gonna need 40. You're gonna need you're gonna need the P's and the food from DeRozan. You're, you're <laughs> gonna need both. You're gonna need the uh, the the side of uh, a buffalo sauce. Or oh yeah, all you're of gonna, that. And you're gonna need Zach Zach Levine to come through and be like, "Yo, I got you, fam." You got the coleslaw. I got I got coleslaw. I got I got mashed potatoes, <laughs> and you know my mom makes that good mac and cheese. That's and, like and, and to top it off, some corn on the cob. Oh yeah, no Caruso brings corn on the cob. Okay, my yeah. bad, my bad. You're right, you're right. You know Caruso brings that corn yeah, on the cob. Yeah, he does. And then Vucevic is like, does anyone want some fish? <laughs> <laughs> Just put it over there, Booch. Just put yeah, it over Booch, there. Booch, we good, but we'll put it over there. Put it over there. Yeah, don't yeah, don't microwave that. Cover. Keep nah, that covered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep that covered. <laughs> uh, but but hey, you know, I don't know if this will turn the first round series, but it quite possibly could. And even if at least extend it, even if it extends it, yeah. that makes like you know whoever wins this first yeah. round series between Celtics and Nets, yeah, that makes their and next round matchup a little exactly. bit easier. For those who don't know, that's whoever wins is uh, yeah. between the Celtics and Nets will would face the winner of the. Uh, uh, Bulls against the Bucks series, <laughs> which, which is like, hey, what? That's, uh, this is halibut. <laughs> uh, no one likes it. I don't understand. 
<laughs> little swordfish. No swordfish. I kept the, I kept the horn on. I kept it on. The sword's there. You don't like it? You gonna make a stake. You cut it up. You make a stake. You know? Okay. It's all well right. wrapped in aluminum foil. I'll just rebound. I'll just rebound. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. I'll get the offensive yeah. rebound. I get it. <laughs> all right. And in case you missed it. We actually have a uh, a special guest, a regular here on the Cosmic Street Podcast, yeah. to uh, to talk about this next story here. Our resident Suns fan, Tim Tunis. Welcome to the Cosmic Street Podcast once again. Pretty sure you know why we we have you on here. Yeah. It ain't good. It ain't good. You know, Devin Not Booker. Not happy about it at all. You know, Book over here could miss two to three weeks with a grade one hamstring strain, according to ESPN. Typically, the injury requires approximately 14 to 21 days to recover from. And right now, the Suns are currently tied with the Pelicans 1-1 with the series heading to New Orleans. Tim, how are you feeling? What are your thoughts here? All right. I've been I've been going. There's like no in-between for me right now. I've been either going one extremely negative way or one extremely positive way. And I don't know what to think of it. So the negative part is the reserve, the, the role players haven't been great the last three weeks. Right. And I don't know if that was because we clinched the one seed so early that they somewhat stopped caring as much mm-hmm. once they had that or what it is. But the negative part is without him carrying the team, if these other guys don't step up, we might not even get past the Pelicans. Oh, Tim, where did, where does the offense come from without Booker? Because I know that the, I mean, the well, winning, that's what I'm the saying. Winning, the that's... winning can come from CP3, and you were able to like, well, yeah, well, no, like when when the role players are playing well, Cam Johnson's shooting well, Mikel's playing well, uh, campaign is is playing his role as the backup point. Like well, they're fine. I tell you, who's but not playing well? Though. None of them have really been doing that recently. Like Cam Johnson had was out for like three weeks. But what's up with Aiden? Why is Aiden, why can't Aiden's Aiden been fine? Aiden's been fine. Yeah, he's been fine. But he but he needs to fucking toughen up on the rebounding. Like Valanciunas has been gobbling him up, up, man. Yeah, because like the matchup, <laughs> honestly, the matchup isn't great as without Buck now. So with, so so let me let me let me put it this way. Let me let me ask you. I'm gonna ask you straight up because we talked right after this happened. On a scale of one to ten, how much is it that baby's fault? <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on, real quick. But for those that don't know, it's not it's not the baby or little baby, it's the rappers, right? The, We're talking about the Phoenix Suns demon baby, the baby yeah. that happened to be in the in the in the crowd there yeah. when uh, when Book gave him a, a little a little pound while he was you know, sliding out of bounds. Could have yeah, been that's the most- funny because. When I first saw that, I was like, "Yo, that was fucking awesome!" And then you brought—I didn't even think of it until you brought it up the other day. And I, I was like, oh, "Fuck that baby!" <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think Tim was gonna bring that. It was gonna even bring that up, but yeah, yeah it, like, game, I didn't even think of it. You know? baby, he, didn't, he didn't hold back. Cool. He didn't hold you know back. What? It was a pretty you know cool what? moment, man. Giving giving that baby the dap. My man. thing, though. My thing about the whole baby <laughs> dap, the whole baby dap thing. Who yeah. the fuck has enough money to bring a baby to the front row? What you no, know? it's a little, it's a little pound. You're like, gee, shit, that mother, for that reason, was just like, yo, like, you better tap, you better, you better pound my son real quick. Oh, hold on, though. How how tall is how tall is Devin Booker? No, well, he, was he was on the ground. He was sitting, bro. But he's six. He's <laughs> yeah. six four. 
Yeah, he was he was literally Devin like Booker, lying. No, wait, Devin, but Devin Booker is six four two fifteen, going full pace at a human being that's holding oh, a I see what baby. You're like, I see what why you're are you saying. bringing a baby saying. in the front row of an NBA oh, well, yeah. game? I mean, well, uh, yeah. That's it's not dangerous. that's not Booker's fault. It can be. It can be. <laughs> no, dangerous. that the only the only reason why you bring a baby there is if you know your baby is invincible and he is. I mean, Deuce. Satan. Deuce sits in the front row every game. Yeah, though. but you know, yeah, yeah half the time different. you ain't even paying he's attention. Man. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's, got, he's got, you know, he's got some sort of, you know, video game device going. The only guy who's coming into the to the crowd in that is Marcus Smart. And he knows, you know, Tatum's like, yo, these three seats, you don't fuck with them. You know what I mean? <laughs> Shaq used to dive into the crowd. All oh yeah. The time. I mean, his so the whole bench, so, the whole bench one time just cleared out when he was trying yeah. to like get a grab a rebound. So he was like, "Yo, fuck y'all for that." So if that <laughs> if that child grows up to be a Suns fan, Tim, is he allowed to be a Suns fan now? Well, I mean, the game it depends on what happens for the rest of the. this is a big moment in this this child's life, bro. The game was in Phoenix. Why wouldn't that kid be a Suns fan? Um, because he dapped up D book, and then D book got a torn or whatever hamstring injury. He's going to be a Suns fan, but no, it's about if he's, he's accepted as a Suns fan. Yeah, he's, he's going to be like the Bartman lose. of Cubs fans. No, no one's going to know he's, that baby, like, Bartman. the way the baby looks, you know, years from now. No oh, one's gonna trust know. me, Tim will know. No. Oh, it'll fi- we'll figure it out. Yeah, Tim, Tim, <laughs> Tim's got that, got that kid on, like, an so, age. So you're telling me when something else bad happens to the Suns organization, and then they're going to be like, well, guess where, who was in the crowd? Who was day? in the crowd? Yeah, 1,000%. Wow. Oh, yeah. I bet you that happens. Yeah, he's, especially he's, if, if if the rest of the playoffs goes well. I'm I'm really too, worried. I'm in, really worried in, that in, in 10, 15 years he's going to be at a game and they'll they'll show the replay and be like, here he is. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really worried that you got a Bartman in the Suns. You got a Bartman vibe going on. Bartman now? vibe. Nah, yeah. But anyways, that's totally yeah, Bartman. <laughs> that's completely different. Like, oh, yeah, that's not the yo, same. All fans <laughs> hated the fact that he thing. he reached out and grabbed the fucking ball. But he had no no fan was like, yo, why that baby fucking you know put his little fist up? Well, maybe <laughs> not to show. mention it was after like a good play. Not at, yeah, uh, he didn't like. And not only that, like the mother's like the mother's like pushing pushing the little the poor kid's arm out, like yo yo that like hit him, the pound him, like, pound him. The baby after the game was like, uh, just to be to be clear, I did not want to give a fist pump. Okay, <laughs> in the middle of a game. I understood the situation. I understood that Devin Booker had a good play. He had to get back up. I did not want to be a distraction. That was my mama's fault. You could blame my mama. That's it. <laughs> my mama. My mama said, "Give a fist and bump." He was... And what am I to do in that situation? Mama said. Mama said. Mama said, "Give him the fist bump." <laughs> and then fucking Fonzie comes. What mama doesn't know. And no he was man. going. He was going nuts. <laughs> Like he was going absolutely nuts. All of a sudden, he's got a, he's got a he's got a tattoo on his butt. <laughs> what? <laughs> not, not the baby, but uh, you know the Fonz. The Fonz. <laughs> oh, oh, we talk oh, about Waterboy. Waterboy. Anyways, <laughs> he anyways, took it a little bit further. Uh, yeah, anyways, yeah, yeah. anyways, Tim. Tim. <laughs> serious question. Serious question. Yeah. Brandon Ingram's playing like a boss. CJ McCollum has been playing really well. If you're now picking the series as an uh, even as a Suns fan, I mean I'm picking the Suns. I know, I but, but it was it was definitely in four or five earlier. Is this going to extend? Is it five or six? I mean, I I think I think before it well, was be silly. Well, not hold on, where, where, did, where did you have them? What, what how did I, you have the series? I, it was Suns in four. Think, what I think is going to happen is we'll take them in six. 
All right, so this was the beginning. This is before the, the before the injury. Wait, before no, the no, injury. no, no. Before the injury, I thought four or five. Oh, okay. I thought right. they might they might like the way they played that game last. I mean, did you watch the game? Of like, course, I stay up and watch the game. They went what seventeen or eighteen or thirty? They shot like sixty percent from three. Like they were just knocking everything yeah. down. But and but also that had happened a couple times this year to us. Like the Hawks did the same thing yeah. to us, and like that was half of our losses this year were just teams catching fire like that. But like, I don't see that happening. Even in, even in New Orleans. So my biggest thing is Brandon Ingram. I haven't, I haven't seen Brandon Ingram play well. I had league pass. I watched a couple of Pelicans games and I just was waiting for him to like, well, basically since CJ McCollum no, has even come if, to the he, team, he, I no, feel like I mean, even it's, no, the that, biggest I mean, thing he is the reason no, the biggest, he was an all-star last year. Right, they were like. No, yeah, but the biggest thing of this series is the rebound. Like two years, yeah, rebounding is the thing of the series. Not this year. No, last year was Zion. I'm not. That's not my worry. It's the rebounding. They're getting like 20 more shots a game than us because they're because Valanciunas is is just getting every offensive rebound. Yeah, so get 13 offensive rebounds in game one. Let me let me ask you this, Tim. If the Suns squeak out against the Pelicans, but Booker's not available for. The next round, which could be Luca, or could be—I don't care about Utah. The Jazz. Utah doesn't scare me at all. Jazz are fucking pussies. How are you feeling about the Dallas, Suns' championship chances? I'll, I'll put it that way. How are you feeling about the Suns' champ getting back to the finals chances if Booker has to miss an extended amount of time? Well, what's an extended? I mean, well, I mean, this injury a- is anywhere from two to three weeks. Let's say it's a month. So that would be what one or two games in the second round. Yeah, the they, rest of this they, series, they, and, they, yeah. he's out for the first round series. I think they could get past Dallas if they have him for four, or like five or six game, or five games that series. But that's going seven. Yeah, but I mean, the Warriors right now are the team that scares me the most in yeah. the in the West. Sons are fucked, huh? Well, what are you talking about, Stu? <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Like, <laughs> like you just. <laughs> I was just, just like, is this why you called me? Oh, fuck just, y'all. Yeah, words in your mouth, man. No, I'm, I'm like, I'm, if you were to ask me this last year, this, it was a very similar situation last year, except a better Lakers team with Chris Paul getting injured, and we were down two one. If you, yeah, but he wasn't me, injured though. He he had COVID. That's different. No, he had no against the Lakers. He was injured. When did he have COVID though? I remember he had COVID at some point. He had COVID in the Clippers series. Oh, we, Clippers, Clippers, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think if anything, this is proving that he's more that Booker's more important than Chris Paul to this team. Yeah, and I've, I've, you know what, like, Tim? Tim, I will put it this way: I think it's an abomination that Devin Booker was oh, I not know. in we, the MVP conversation this and year. We we had this talk. Remember yep. what I said? It's it's all it's all fucking media and politics. I know. Because like, like the, I knew he wasn't going to, even though we were, we won the freaking league by what nine games. Yeah, I'm watching. And he Jokic. was clearly the best team on the, you know, I'm on watching, the team. I'm watching Jokic right now, just getting manhandled, and I mean. You're talking about a six seed, and then Giannis, well, this, you're talking this about is a three something seed. that annoys me because, like, Kendrick Perkins is like, "Oh, Pelicans are taking this this series now," and blah blah. blah. And it's like, well, where was this? Where was this, all this when hey, hey. the MVP talks? Because it's like all of a sudden, right? They're saying the Suns would still be good without Booker, and they'd still be a four or five seed, and blah blah blah. And it's like, okay, but now he's off. The, now he's gone, and we can't beat 
a, the nine seed Pelicans. Yeah, but it's it's like doesn't it's that kind of prove how how valuable he is to this team? It's Perk. Perk is a he's a but the, the, he's, he's a prisoner the of the one. moment. Yeah, Perk, he, Perk, he's Perk, 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 yeah, he's a huge prisoner. He's of the a moment. prisoner of the moment type <laughs> of dude. Like you know, he had the Nets winning game two, and then after the, the Celtics won, he was like, oh, uh, KD is in, he's in he's in a penitentiary you know that the Celtics built around them is like yo you had you had the Celtics losing this game so I didn't want you know Perk is, Perk is gonna he's be like, he's like whatever's on the next page is yeah, what I'm that's what, yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> like, I don't know my question there. is no I mean, my he's thing not is, the only one though he's but, not the only one yeah, that but like, my, all my of a thing sudden is, it was like oh they're gonna sweep the Pelicans so now Booker's gone and oh they might lose this and no. it's like well doesn't that kind of show how valuable he is to hey, this team my I, thing is my thing is it does show that my thing is I think A needs to step up and I think the uh, the Suns can beat the Pelicans with no problems without Booker. That's what I think. Whether it goes, think, yeah, whether it goes, you know, so- to six or seven, that remains to be seen. But I I think the Suns. I think the Suns yeah. have this series. And quite frankly, you know, if they were to get rid of the Pelicans sooner, then obviously Booker gets some more time to rest and. Yeah. You know, this, that, and the other thing. So, but. Right, to go back to what I was saying before, like, my negative view is, I mean, as somebody who watches every single, like, possession of the Suns every season. This, this is why we called you, yes. They, like, the role players haven't looked their best recently. Okay. I know how good they can be, which which for the most of the season they have been, like Cam Johnson I've and, noticed the same and all thing, them. Tim. So, the the positive part of it would be all right now they know they have to step up and they get back to playing the way they were playing for 90% of the season until the end and then Booker comes back and they're back to being just the dominant team that they had been all season all right all right tim i'm going to i'm going to i'm going to throw it this way i'm going to throw it this way it's like hard for me to like look in between and no, be like no i mean they won they won what 64 64 games this year yeah, and they clinched the one seed with three weeks left. So like yeah. they were pretty much every other game for the last like twelve but, games. But they were is, just like this is fitting everybody. This is this is how I'll put it. I mean, there is the fat and happy thing that you got to worry about a little bit. And now that they don't have the guy who's you know they've been relying on, I am a little bit different than all the other pundits who are like freaking out about it. I think that Devin Booker should have gotten his roses all year as being the best player on the best team oh, in I the know. NBA. And you said that. You were but, saying that but, all year. But, How many times are you going to say that? Say what you're going to say. No, what I'm going to say is that <laughs> the, the Pelicans are not a normal nine seed or whatever it is. Eight like, seed, technically. Like, they had a lot of injuries, and they, they traded for C.J. McCollum at the trade deadline, and, and they don't have their best player playing, and they have a good role player situ- situation, and if Brandon Ingram can go off, man, I just, I just, I just think that this series is now actually a series. Can, can the Suns win? Yeah, they should win because they got the best coach uh, in the Western Conference. But I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. All right, Tim. Last question for me. Um, coach of the year finalists. Monty. Monty. No, I know. It has to be Monty. Well, let me finish. Let me finish. <laughs> Monty, Monty is in there. Listen, Monty is in there. He goes, don't even, don't even fucking answer. Know, but, but listen, listen. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I get it. I get it. Monty is in there, but Ime is not. Do you think Ime should have been a finalist? He's not. He's not. No. He's not. He's not a finalist. He's not a finalist. The other one is Spostra. Spostra and who the fuck is the Memphis, Memphis coach? Right, he should definitely be in there over Spolstra, I'd say. Nah, Spolstra got to be in there. I think Spolster's winning Coach of the Year this year. I mean, Monty won it last year, right? 
He no, did not win the last year. He won the uh, the 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 coaches association. Oh, the fake yeah. one. Yeah. and he won the coaches association one again this, this year. But yeah, it's yeah. like, what does that even? Wait, mean? did Thibodeau but win last year? Thibodeau did on the Knicks. So like, it should just Didn't be a. Just they should they should just do a yeah, makeup it's Taylor, award. It's Taylor Jenkins from the, from Memphis, Spolstra, and what, Monty Williams. Yeah. So not a Doka. A Doka didn't. He should have made a final. Monty It should be a two year award. Yeah, Monty Williams. Like he should have got it last year. And then, or him or the jazz coach, I guess, last year. But how did the Knicks guy, like, come on, Thibodeau, the fuck out of here. No, that's just, that's just New York looking to get exactly. some type of And that's what annoys me about the, the media voting for all this stuff. Yeah, it's man, always I mean, like, you got like, a legitimate beef. I mean, Booker Booker's averages this year and the way he, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm, Joel told me not to say it anymore, but it should have been NBA, <laughs> NBA MVP conversation. Tim, I had him in my top five, motherfucker. Yo, top five he, what? Players in the NBA this year. I had him in my top five. He's number five. Hey, there you go. No, but he was. The thing is, though, he was in MVP conversation. It's just that as the year goes Not on, especially like around the this last time, two weeks of the season. It's down to the three. The last, it's yeah, down to the then, top three. But then, well, you, think, no, you, you think he's a top three? You think he's a top three MVP candidate? Yeah. Right. No, he wasn't. Well, no, he should have been. No, he wasn't. No, no. I'm asking Sean if he thinks Booker's a top three, Uh-oh. you know, yeah. uh, MVP candidate, he says yes. So I think that's, I that's think, all I need to know I about this Jokic, conversation. I think Jokic in the past past month should have been taken out of that top three. I mean, it's it almost like hurt him that he was so consistent all year. Yeah, because and they like, won I, I love Tatum. I love Tatum. Of MVP candidate on the fucking thing. That's ridiculous. If you watch, if you watch, if you followed like the the ranking, like the power rankings of the MVP power rankings or whatever, like on NBA.com or ESPN. That's a joke, by the way. But go ahead. The what? That's what? That's a joke. That does MVP. Oh, I know. Yeah, every week. Or but like, I'm looking at that and like, when Tatum went on his like two or three week crazy stint, three month, the team Booker was months. doing. Booker was putting up damn near the same numbers as him, but he'd just been doing it all year, and then he just jumps him in the MVP talks. And I'm well, like, it's like, yeah, it's like, where Tatum, did that come from? Like, it's like still like 16 games better than that. Yeah, it's like Tatum winning, you know, uh, Player of the Week three times in the month of March, but not winning Player of the Month. I get, you. I get what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's exactly what happened. Sense. He didn't win Player of the Month, but he won the fucking, you know, Player it's of the Week three that, times the, out of four. The coaches and coaches and players should vote on everything. This media crap just pisses me off so much. Yeah, because the coaches and players know everything. They know it the most. They live it. Like the media, you're talking about Brian Windhorst, fucking, <laughs> fucking voting on shit. And it's like, dude, Brian Windhorst, what does he know? <laughs> you know, he probably just votes for LeBron. For he everything. knows where the best candy bars are in Cleveland. <laughs> all right, all right, Tim, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna leave you on that. By on, the on way, that it's the Smokey Robinsons. <laughs> it's the Smokey Robinson bar, hands down. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you we buy are, four, get one free. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> we are we are on agreement here that the, that the Suns. The nougat in those bars is amazing. Oh my god, Sean's, Sean's gotten to that point already, as you as you can tell. But uh, good luck. Wait, good is luck that his Windhorse impression? Yeah, like, yeah what is his Windhorse impression? Fucking Brian Windhorse is loving it, candy. It's not a little shit. bit like Tommy Heitzen in there. But I don't know. Oh, man. <laughs> but, hey, yeah, wait, wait, wait. Before we get before we get off this, shout out to Bobby Davidson, kid. <laughs> Ooh. Shout out to the Bobby Bulls, Davidson, the Bulls coach, man, Bobby Davidson. Is, what is that the <laughs> Bulls coach name? Yeah. Shout out to Bobby Davidson for our for our day one, our day one fans. 
years, many, many years ago when uh, we were trying to figure out who was the uh, Oklahoma City coach, Oklahoma City Thunder coach. And we were all just like throwing names out there like, no, isn't it? Isn't it, isn't it Bobby Davidson? <laughs> Bobby fucking Davidson kid from Southie. To the point where that's what I that's what I call him now, and I forget his fucking real name half the time. His real name, real name is Billy Donovan. Billy Donovan, but it'll always be Bobby. It'll Davidson. always be Bobby Davidson on a Causeway Street podcast every time. To this his face, he's like, "What? Who? Who the fuck are y'all talking about right now?" Bobby hey, Davidson. you know it's Bobby I like, Davidson. Yeah. I legit was like thinking about like who is the bull skill? It's Bobby. It's Bobby kid. <laughs> Bobby. Bobby's the man. All right, Tim. We're gonna we're gonna let you go, but uh, you know, good luck. Yeah. Good, good luck to the Suns. And, kid, yeah, good and I'm sure I'm sure we'll have you on, you know, before the playoffs ends. All right. Of course. Yo, Tunis Booker should be MVP, bro. I hear you, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, later. <laughs> Bobby fucking Davidson, kid. Hey, don't count the Bulls out in this first round series, man. No, we're not. We're not. That's what we were discussing, you know, before before we had before there. we had Timmy Timmy two two on. Uh, so yeah, so let's continue here. You know, with the uh, the injury updates. Okay. Speaking of Luka Dantich, who this the Suns could potentially see in the second round, or the Pelicans, right? You never know. You never know. All right. He says he's been feeling great following an extensive post shoot around individual session that included running and ball handling and of course shooting, but there is still no definitive word on his status for Game Four. Here's my thing about Luca. I think that Luca wants the. I think Luca is like looking at the series and will make his decision on his health. You don't think Jason Kidd has anything to do with this? Uh, you don't think Jason Kidd is just like you know? I need this. I need the squad to know that like no, no, no. people uh, one, need to step yeah, up. One thousand percent. I, 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 think, I just. I don't think Rick Carlisle ever thought that way. No, he was just like that, no. It's all about Luca. I Luca's think they're gotta, both you know, on the same page. I think Luca's like I could play tonight. Yeah, and Jason Kidd's like, well, I just take another day off. No, and no, <laughs> no. I think they're both in the room being like, I could play. So if you want me to play. Jason Kidd, I'll play. He's probably like, you know what? Let's see what we can fucking do without you. And he's like, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, give these guys some confidence. Like, make them move. Make them be able to shoot. Make like, Jalen like, Brunson put up 20 points again. Like, well, he put up 40 the other night. So, yeah, like I that's mean, what I mean. Like, there's, there's a good squad around Luca, but the way Luca plays, it they feel like it's not a good squad. Well, the last few years, it's always been like, you know. If if Luca's you know ready to go, then this team has a chance. But then like he's but had Luka, he's had an injury or two in the last few years in the in the playoffs, and it's always like ah oh, another like, another disappointing you know first round exit. I think it's like Luca's never going to change the way he plays. But the rest of his his roster or his teammates have to know that, that they, ha- they, when they can when step they up when they get called upon. Yeah. They're re- they're ready. Yeah. And I think I you know. Joel, I'm I'm, I'm just going to throw this out there. I I haven't bet on this at all. Throw it throw it out there. Let me catch it. But I do think that the Mavericks go up against if the Mavericks fully healthy mm-hmm. and fully Luca, they can beat anyone. Okay, but they can, I think they can I beat think, the Warriors. But I think even if, even if even if Luca does return, I don't think he's one hundred percent though. See, that's the thing. Luca has to be one hundred percent. I don't think he's one hundred percent because though. you will need Luca to win. I don't through. think he'll be one hundred percent at all during this playoff run. But 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 it's whether a, whether it, it's whether it ends in the first though. round or goes to the second. But, round. A, but supposedly it's just a hamstring. Supposedly, but. But it could be more. I, I don't yeah. know. If, I don't know if you noticed, my man. But Luca is still the. Uh, he's still carrying some uh, what I like to call baby fat. Yeah. That uh, he doesn't seem like he needs to. He doesn't think he needs to lose. He's just like I'm. I'm. This is this is how this is who I am. Take me for who I, I, I am. I don't think he does need to lose it because <laughs> of the way he plays. But well, you know, I mean, I think that would. Ha- I think that would help his conditioning. Having better conditioning would help. Look at look at look at uh, right. look at Jokic for example, right? Yeah, I disagree with that a little bit because of the way that 
he's always been built. Like he's just progressed as he's been built. Like if you get Luca the stick, I think then you're talking about way more injuries than you actually. I'm have. not talking about stick. I'm talking about well the way better, Jokic, the way Jokic is turning into. No, no, I'm talking about better conditioning so that you these injuries no, are not long term injuries. One thousand percent, Luca, Luca, and he said it himself. He's like, when I come in, he does the Shaq shit. He comes in a training camp in his twenties, though. I know, but he does <laughs> the Shaq shit. Shaq was doing that in his thirties. But but Shaq was always doing it. His body Shaq was, was doing just that. Yeah, Shaq was doing that. Like once he got to L.A., he started doing that. But I mean, my point is, Shaq is you know, you know seven whatever seven. So seven, I just four. I just feel like if we get a ripped <laughs> if we get a lip ripped Luca, I don't think he's playing the same way. I'm not saying ripped. I'm just saying like, like in just in better and better conditioning like and better conditioning shape. That's all. I'm I saying. don't. I so I do think that. Luca getting this rest in the first round is nice, and if they can beat the Jazz in the first round, and then if by chance they get an injured Suns team with Booker being out for a couple games, Luca comes back. If 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 they can handle the Jazz, right, then Luca comes back and he's ready to go in Game One, but Booker isn't. That's a big thing for that four-one matchup. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. We shall we shall see what happens. Um, right now, uh, the Mavericks are leading that series two games to one. In case you missed it, Ben Simmons, yes, the guy who hasn't played since June twentieth of two thousand and twenty-one, plans to make his Nets debut in Game Four, according to the Athletic. As long as uh, his rehab remains on course, I mean, he was cleared for contact just a few days ago. So uh, naturally, he's ready for a playoff game, right? Against the uh, number one de- defensive uh, Celtics team, right? Uh, only makes sense, especially since um, Mike Wilborn compared the C's defense to the uh, Bad Boy Pistons and all. I think that's a it's a great idea for the Nets to uh, to do and bring back Ben Simmons, don't you think, uh, Dutra? Yeah, I think that um, <laughs> by the time that Ben Simmons decides to come back. It will be the fourth quarter of, I don't know if you if you thought that they sent in the scrubs too early, because I do. Well, looking at the score in game two, I think that's exactly when Ben Simmons will make his debut. Is when the Celtics are up by thirty five points going into the fourth quarter. Ben Simmons will come in, and 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 Steve Nash will be like, "I'm getting fucking fired, anyways." <laughs> yeah, what, Ben what Simmons, fuck? go ahead, bro. <laughs> You know what I mean? You ruined you ruined our season. You ruined you ruined my life. <laughs> I mean at this at this point, like, what are you expecting out of this kid? You know? Like if he if he was going through uh mental health issues in Philly and then, you know, all of a sudden he's got this herniated disc that he, he sustained uh, a month ago, like what realistically. Yeah, yeah, I got a herniated disc. You do? Yeah. Show me what when when uh, this happened. It's like this mental thing I've been going through. Oh man. my god! See, that's what I it just, is. Yeah, you know, like Steve Nash at the point, and he's yeah. just like, you know, you guys keep asking me about fucking, you know, Ben Simmons. It's really up to him, and it's always been up to him if he wants to fucking play or not. I would trade Ben, whether Simmons. in Philly or or, or uh, Brooklyn. Right now, I would trade Ben Simmons for Russell Westbrook. Wow. If I was, the th- I, don't know, I, I don't know if the Lakers I, would do that. I, I, I thank you. <laughs> That's what I would do. I'd be like, can we get someone that. that can come in and at least be like, 
Yo, just chill out. Like, <laughs> can you Durant imagine here? Durant and Russell Westbrook together? I, together again? Like, nearly, think, nearly think, a decade later? Dude, I think like, the, what the only fuck? place that Russell Westbrook would play well is in is with Durant. Yo, Kevin and Durant I, would be like, fuck it. Let's, let's, let's go for it. Let's try it. He's like, you can't be harder to deal with than Kyrie. Yeah. Like, I know. <laughs> I dealt with you before. I know, right? We've, play, we've, we've done this dance before. Like, I know how yeah, this is. Like, ah. Like, uh, it's like, no, your enemy, right? Like, <laughs> no, I right? know you. I don't know this motherfucker. <laughs> I thought I knew this motherfucker. <laughs> I thought I knew him. But then I realized like he, he killed, made, he he killed made, Steve Irwin. He made uh, he made Harden go away. I don't, you know, it's like shit. And but, he uh, hates Australia. Yeah, right. We all we all thought that the only person that can that could piss off Harden was Chris Paul and Russell Westbrook. But no, no apparently no. Kyrie, Kyrie didn't didn't let James Harden last and more Marcus than a, Smart. more than a year. All right, and last but not least, in case you missed it, Robert Williams is traveling with the Celtics to Brooklyn, according to uh, C's coach Ime Udoka, which is uh, some encouraging news. Uh, whether he plays or not, Udoka did say that uh, he's on the right track in his recovery from a partial torn meniscus. Game two uh, happened to mark the three-week period since his surgery. And uh, Udoka, Udoka also said, and I quote, this is the time of the year we want him around the team, camaraderie-wise, and his impact just being around this group to be in the playoff atmosphere. So he will travel with us, end quote. Celtics can beat Brooklyn, obviously, without Robert Williams. I'm glad he's on the trip. Uh, and I'm happy either way if he plays or not, to be honest. Do you think he plays? Um, In this first-round series, I'm not too sure. But I will say his shirt... In game two was fire. <laughs> of course. I mean, uh, I failed to mention that. My bad. And I was a little bit upset and at the same time encouraged. Explain. Dare I ask. When Marcus Smart won the defensive player of the year, Robert Williams is right there. Well, I mean, Marcus Smart had the ill robe. But everyone had, when Gary Payton gave him the, the, the trophy, Yeah, everyone had liquid in their hands. And we're throwing it up in the air, jumping around like crazy kids do on their own prom day. You know what I mean? You know right there? Robert Williams. Okay. Jumping up and down like a motherfucker. Well, I mean, he's On been... a wet motherfucking basketball court. <laughs> he was excited, bro. I understand that, which is why. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Which is why I'm ex- I am excited. Oh, I got you. But also concerned. Well, he's, he's progressing fine. He has no setbacks, according to Amy. Thankfully, he doesn't have any setbacks after letting him go into that melee of a, a wet floor. I mean, why well, you got to look at it like that? I like, nothing happened. But I'm just saying, he should He shouldn't have been in that situation. I get it. All right. Whatever. Put him in a fucking. He's celebrating with his teammates. Hey, bro. I hear you. You know, put him put him behind Gary Payton. He also got one first place vote. I did see that. And you know who else got a got a vote? Gary Payton. No, no, not not since twenty six years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Al Horford, he got one second place vote, hey. so he finished ninth. Solid. So you know you got three Celtics finishing in the top ten. You got Marcus Smart winning the award, first guard in twenty six years, second guard overall since this award has been. I love. Given I love the fact that the Celtics are just hanging their hat on the defensive end. Now. That's been Emay's identity. You know what Steve Nash's identity is? Uh, I don't. Do you? Uh, I could. <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> you know what I will say? 
It's gonna. It's, this is like emotional to say, but like Tommy would love the fuck out of this team, man. Tommy was always, Tommy always a Marcus team. Smart fan. You knew that. Always, always, always. And you know what? They were the always whole, chatting it up. Could you imagine Tommy Heinsohn, Marcus Smart, sitting there watching us just beat the fuck out of Kevin Durant? I think, I think he he in two games. He invented the Tommy Award for Marcus. It was it was it was it used to be Walters. <laughs> But now it's Marcus. Yeah, you're right. Because he loved Walter. He loved Walter. Ah, right. ah. Yeah. All right. That's going to do it for this edition of In Case You Missed It. Follow us on all social media platforms at Causeway Street. Yo, follow us on Snapchat. Okay? Yeah, definitely follow us on Get Snapchat. Get on Snapchat, okay? Hit up CausewayStreet.com for all your Celtics playoff coverage. Subscribe to our Causeway After Hours for exclusive content and giveaways. Oh, yeah, yeah, wait, wait, wait. Wait, we got a new giveaway going on right now. What yeah, is, man, what is the going next, on? The next Celtics jersey giveaway of your of your choice. Let's go. You're hey. Entered, you're entered in the contest when you go to patreon.com slash Causeway and you subscribe. It's that simple. If you choose Peyton Pritchard, I'll give you two. I'll, I'll buy the other one. You heard it here first. All right? So subscribe. Patreon.com slash Causeway. Sway. It's going to be in Brooklyn all weekend. Check them out on the Celtics postgame show, The Guide Report on CLNS. Subscribe to the Cedric Maxwell podcast. You know, got to give my bro a shout out anytime I can. You know, and I've been I've been hearing them, you know, ask questions at, at the end of these games, just like old times again. You know, shit's starting to get, a, you know, to normalize yeah, a little bit. He's right? In, he's, in, he's in the scrum. You know, the mic can get past to him and he gets to ask his questions. Too bad he didn't get to ask, you know, Kyrie a question. That would have been great. But make sure you give <laughs> you give our our host sway. A follow that's at Joe underscore Sway on Twitter for all things Celtics, Causeway Street, CLNS. And it, if you've listened this far, come on, man, why are you gonna say that, man? This, this has been this has been a great episode. It's been a great episode. Two man crew, you know. Shout out to a Tim for coming episode. on. I will say, if somebody dares me to go to Brooklyn, I'll go to Brooklyn. Okay. Somebody just got to dare me though. On Twitter or how we? No. However they want to. Man. However they want to. All right. You ready here? Got a dare I'm to looking try, for a reason. I'm looking for a reason. So, you know, uh, game three of the playoffs or game four of the playoffs isn't, isn't reason enough? I'm looking for a reason. All right. <laughs> and on that note, Black Lives Matter. Let's stop aging hate. Let's pray for peace in the Middle East as we stand with the Ukraine. Until next time, we are out.